0: Shabbos, Parashat Shkolem. So I want to talk a little bit about Parashat just because it's Parashat this week. Though we've said this in the past, uh, it says that Moshe Rabbeinu was miskashiv and matzis hashem. So, so Hashem showed him that my peger shall age mitachas kiseh hakol. So Moshi Gvainazoi shver, and if the burning shem wanted to show me. Matbea to drop down a fifty cent piece from Shemayim. What did he have to show them? Matbea shall
1: So
0: I wanted to say once, shot that I wanted to say pshat that Moshe um, Rabbeinu's kasha was uh, yin is being counted as part of Kali's Yisroel. So you're counted as part of Kleiso with a matzah sa shekel. So Moish is tiny with a matzah sa shekel, is all you're giving to be counted as a yid? You know what people pay to be counted amongst some other clubs or some other groups? You want to be a member of uh, the AAA costs you money. You know, it's a good deal, right? You know, you, so so, am uh, uh, to become a member of Kleiso because you half a shekel. So, Brian says, says, uh, the, the emphasis like this, the lesson that they want to learn is, what is it, what, what is unique about fire? As much fire as you give away, you still have whatever you started with. Uh, and, you know, you'll have the same amount of fire that you give as what you'll keep. Right? So, uh, you know, if I have a match, I can light 20 cigarettes, right? Everyone will have a light. And right? I'll still have my match. I'll still have my fire, right? You have a, you have a candle. You know, you can give fire and you won't lose anything. The so Vesh was trying to tell Klaal Yisrael, when you stand up and you count it as a yid, you don't lose anything. Right? It's a Matveishalash. You have half and you gave half. As much as you give, that's how much you have. Right? What you give for 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 Taylor is what you have, and that's really all you have, right? It's what you give that you actually have. What you with with your, with, your, with your make the money you have and all that you can't take it with you, but it's what you give that that's what you have. I just heard the Meir gave gave this. There was a a year the Meir his he had a and His stocker was that he would give out before he the chickens. So um, before uh, Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur Sukkos, he would buy you know thousands of chickens and he would give him out money. There was one yid who gave him a large a, a donor every year before Rosh Hashanah gave him ten thousand dollars. Ten thousand dollars at those days, whatever you could buy like two thousand chickens, and so you can imagine uh, two thousand families getting a chicken. And I uh, got the chicken, you know, that's 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 a pretty good donation. And this guy gave away $10,000, got 2,000 chickens. So this was like a regular routine. Every year the guy knew you go through this year, $10,000. One year he comes to him, and the guy says, um, I lost all my money. I was uh, scammed. Whatever happened, he lost everything. He yeah, had ten thousand dollars left. That's all we had. He says, "I can't. I can't give it this year. I'm sorry. I just haven't." So his wife says to him, "Give them the ten thousand dollars." He says, "That's all we have to live on. Why, why, we should give it away. It's all I have. It's all we have." She says, "Give him the ten thousand dollars, like every Okay. When your wife says, "Give the money," you give the money. So he gives the ten thousand dollars. So the guy who is collecting the money gets a call from the guy the next morning. And he tells him, I tell you, I had a dream last night. In the dream I was up in the basin in Shalmawa. And the base in Shalmawa is before Rosh Hashanah. I don't know if he had the dream in Rosh Hashanah, but it was right before Rosh Hashanah. The Base in I'm um, the din. And I did a few well, I did my share of Vedas this year. And the sultan is standing there in front of the base of Shalmawa, and he's trying to tell the base in Shalmawa, oh my God, All of a sudden, there's a window in the room, and a bunch of chickens come flying into the room, and they're making a ruckus. And they are, you know, quack, 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 quack whatever they're doing, you know, and, and the place is mamish-filled, and the sultan can't be heard. And uh, he's saying, if you don't get those chickens out, I'm not going to be able to prosecute and they're trying, but the more chickens come in, and the place is filled two thousand <clears throat> chickens. And uh, finally, the Sutton says, "Okay, I, you know, if, if we can't get the chickens out, he will just go on to the next case." And so he went on to the next case, and showing the chickens left. So he tells his wife, "You saved my life." You know, very basic. The Sultan was we in the country; who knows where we But the chickens, the chickens came to the El
1: but and
0: they saved my life. So chickens said, came home to roost. What? The <laughs> chickens came roots, home great. to roost. <laughs> So I'll call upon him. You see that, you know, what you, what you give is what you have. You, you don't have anything else. Like, uh, uh, that's the way it is. You know, the the of nice, this year, the Freyim Shik, I told us in the past that uh, in Slavodka Yeshiva felt it was time to move to Hebron, they needed $25,000. those days, that's how much it cost to buy a piece of land in Hebron and uh, start the yeshiva, and move the yeshiva. So um, there was a year the Freyam Sheik who lent the yeshiva $25,000, a year in New York. Anyway, Al El Sarna used to go to America raising money for chevron for, Hever and for some vodka. So um, he would come and visit this Freyam Sheikh. One year he comes, and he can't find him. He finds out he lost all his money in a depression, He's living in some shack somewhere. So he, he, um, he calls that he wires back or whatever, he talks to the altar. The altar says, Give him $5,000 or give him back the money he lent us, he can put himself back on his feet. So I don't know if this was the next time when Chaim went. He went and he wanted to give him the money. And he goes to him, and he sees a living in this rundown shack, and he has nothing. And he says, I, I want to give you back the money. And the, and the guy screams, get out of my house. I have nothing left from all my The only thing I left in my life is that one mitzvah that I did for the Slavotka. Yeshiva, you want to take that away from me? That's the only thing I have left in my life. And you're going to take it away from me? Get out of my house. If you him out of the house, he wouldn't take the money. I would assume he... You know, didn't physically throw them out of the house, but I'll call upon him. So uh, it's a lesson you see from Baptist Hashem from, from that what you give is what you have. It's about Be'eshel a You don't lose anything, and as much as you give, it's exactly what you take with you. is awesome. lovely. I'm sure you have other mitzvahs you take with you too, but that's the. But in another nekuda, I want to talk about Pashas Mishpatim. The Pashas starts with the mitzvah of uh, Avodim. The Sugyat of So um, it's interesting to Zach. Uh, Parshas Shpatah comes at the heels of Parshas Yisro. Parshas Yisro is a very da'ahibin of of klali sold by Maimonides Har Sinai, and they hear, and here Moishes Nigashel who are Raphael, and here Hakadosh Baruch <coughs> Hu saying to Moishes benu you know, tell them this and tell them that, and the. the they see that the, the, the Rambam says, holy you of the navu of Moshe Rabbeinu. was because of Maimed Harsinah. That's why we believe in Moshe Rabbeinu. It was a Mamlish. And the and then they go from there, the, the parasha, the guy steals and he gets out. It's like, you know, Voseppis, you know, what's the pshat? And the, so the base Yisrael, the Rebbe, the base says that you see this much that it's only at the end of Parshish Mishpatim that Torah brings down the Lashmet Naseh V'nishma. Right? It doesn't say Naseh V'nishma and Parshish Yisro. the end of Parshish Mishpatim, it says they said Naseh Until they heard the Sugi of Benodim Lechaveire and all the Choymer Shaboi, they say Naseh V'nishma would have a Chashidus. They had to understand <coughs> the degree to which you have to be saw so here in Benodim Lechaveire. So take a look at the partial of Eved Ivri. You have a maizah like this. You have an Eved, a koyim. And he's butcherings, He's got to make a chastam for his children, whatever. He happens to come to a house of a gvir, and the gvir's wallet or money is on the table. and He can't hold himself back. He has a Yetzirah, he has, a, he has, a, he has an oil <clears> on <throat> he, he has all sorts of problems and sorrows. He, he can't help himself. He, he, he takes the money. What's the next thing he knows, he gets caught, and he has no money to pay back, and he sold us an land. Okay, so he sold his Neve Dvir. His guys are claim. and one day his adam says, oh, by the way, uh, I want you to meet uh, you know, Juanita. Right, you're from in my Sudanese Shifra uh, kineis. She's the, she's going to be your wife. He says, are you crazy? You know, I'm a Coyan, I can't even marry a Grusha. I'm sorry, but you're going to marry Juanita over here, you know? And so, the guy went, what just happened to me? I mean, this is, I thought I stole it, pay back, and look at this, i got to marry her. And then he has children. And then when it's time for to leave, he got to leave his children. And he finally taught them something, he made a Seder with them, taught them Aleph Beis, and then, you know, comes time to leave, you know, he's got to leave them behind. So you would think you know, the client is ate them some way and say, all I did was I stole. I worked for this guy, I paid it back, and now I got to live with this lady, I got to leave this lady and leave my children. Had a and what kind of business is The Terex is, and Chaim Zeichik explains, the person doesn't realize that when you do something, it doesn't just stop over there. Everything you do has an impact. This guy <coughs> stole it over here. So what what could have happened in the the home? You don't see what goes on behind closed doors. The wife says to the husband, you are such a klutz. Which idiot leaves his wallet on the table? Right? So they're fighting with each other now, and they're breakers. So who they let it out on? Their kids. So what happens is the kids don't, uh, The kids are unhappy, so they don't work well in school. And one thing leads to the other, and one thing leads to the other, and then who knows what what you did. So you think, you know, I, I stole, I paid back, Fire taking an ASIC. You don't realize that whatever a person does has an impact, and it has results, and it doesn't just stop right over there. You have to realize that... Uh, Everything you do, you have to track. So in the same vein, you, you, you made a fire, you, you think you, you put it out properly. You have to make sure it's not going to cause any damage. You, you put something on the floor and make sure nobody trips on it. And, you know, a year has to be careful with everything he does and everything he says. You don't realize the, the results of what you do. And that's why it, it, it's so important. You see this by famous mice with the Chachet Chaim. Everybody probably heard. Rabbi Tshaim was once on uh, some mission. They went with another, Hadqash uh, of Yid, and they, they, uh, they ate in somebody's house. And some gvir hosted them, or they went in some inn. According to some, and so um, the, the, the balavoster the came over and said, so how was the food? So one of the rabbonim said, actually a little bit more salt will help. So when the, the lady left, Chabb said, What did you just do? He said, Look, at what did I do? I said, Ask for salt. He said, He spoke Lashon Hara. He said, What are you talking about? spoke Lashon Hara. He says, You don't understand what's going to happen over here. She doesn't do the cooking. She has probably an alman in the kitchen who's doing the cooking. She's going to go back to the kitchen <coughs> and tell me, Almana, Why don't you put salt in the food? She's going to go, Why well, do put salt in the food? You don't put, you're a liar. The rabbi said there was no salt in the food. The next thing you know, it's going to be a whole fight and she's going to get fired. And, and, and you look over and now all the time you're causing it out on He said, Rabbi, you're, Rabbi you're, you're exaggerating. I'm exaggerating. She left them with the kitchen and they saw the fight going on right away. And so uh, you, you, you have to realize that Things you do, or things you say, and actions you have have results, and the results don't just stop at a certain point. And that's why you have to be so careful. That's why the Oyvish the is is a lot more than what you would think, and you don't know what the Kodesh Baruch who pays us back with. But it uh, has to be very careful. You find various situations where you're dealing with other people. You see the extent to which. With kindness. It shouldn't have been Gamliel it was one of the Asurah so he was taken to be killed together with Rabbi Shmuel, So he said to Rabbi Shmuel, I don't understand why, whatever the Dursh wants to do, I, you know, if we have to die, we have to die. Well, why do we have to die like, like a murderer? Why am I getting killed like that? Like, What did I am my shoulder to get? I so Bishmuel said to him, after you were once um, eating, and, uh, and uh, a woman came to ask you a shayla, and you he made her wait. He said, oh, nikhantani. So for that, The that, guy's not allowed to eat his food, he's not allowed to sit and eat his meal, he can't drink his coffee without being disturbed, right? Uh, uh, Terence says, you never know. You don't know what, what the, what the feelings are, what the pressures are, what the people that need your, your, you have to, you have to have a sensitivity for all of these possibilities. It says that Binyamin caused his brothers to tear their clothing. So because of that, it says, so Binyamin, what did he do wrong? Binyamin had nothing to do with selling Yosef. He was schlepped along to Mitzrayim because Yosef insisted on seeing him. Yosef planted the becher in his uh, backpack. The brothers saw it, they tore the clothing, and now Binyom and has to pay for his Eidah, has to tear his clothing. But where's the, the Yashrus in that? You find, um, it says, When the came, he said, Yukach no so where is Master? Before she know Maspir. Then Avramadinu had a shtick of a problem. He said, on one hand, I want to be Mahansorfi. At the same time, the Arabs worship the dirt, the sand. I can't bring them into the house with the sand. So what am I going to do? So he came up with a brilliant idea. He says, You got to know Mahilaksurae. Ma- Basically, they should feel, he's telling them, you probably, your feet are, are, are weary from the journey, so take some water, wash your feet, and rest under the trees, and this way you'll do it outside, and you'll be comfortable, and I won't have to bring up a dessert to my house. So, um, what happened as a result? So, as a result, the, the, the Lord says, so, Yechyshid, that these people worship the sand? You're going to be zoiche that your son, Yishmael, is going to be from those who are going to worship the sand. You know, Moriah says in why was that, that punished such so severely? You find this also by Chana and Penina. Penina understood that Chana needed to cry a cup full of tears to be zoiche to children. So she rates her on to, run, to seder, saying, you know, what do say their thing, you when you send your children, what you buy for them, just to make her cry, she meant it out of the deepest love for Chana. She knew Chana knew to cry. And yet, every time Chana had a child, she lost two of her own children. Morin, Sechus talks about a year of Rahumi who was sitting and learning. He told his wife he's going to be home for, for yom And so she's waiting for him to come. And he got lost in the sugya and he totally lost track of time. And she's waiting, and she sees it's getting late, and he's not coming home. And at some point, the tear came out of her eye. And at that point, the floor opened up, Rabbi the fell through, and was killed. Now um, his wife's happy. <laughs> now she got what she wanted. Uh, where's the... Why is the... What's the chai you? you find a similar thing to Gemara in Baba Kama. The Gemara says that the Yohanan the had very long eyelashes... So in order to see, he had to pick up his eyelash. He had a ta- yidra of Kahana came to Eretz Yisrael to learn by Rabbi Eichanan. Kahana was a genius. the <coughs> grace of at- Talmud and Yojan had said something, Raf Kahana. asked Kasha and Rab Yakhan went to to see, Who is this? you know? So he picked up his eyelashes. he had never really seen Rafkahana before. Kahana had a split lip and it looked like he was smiling. But then so Yojana thought he was smiling, that he answered and slogged up Rabychana. Really, uh Rakhana didn't do anything. That was the way his So Rab Rah Yogana Khalisha's Adas and Kahana dropped dead. He says, So yeah, so, so it's it, it's. How do you understand all of these all of these gemaros over here? So there's a klel of Yahu uh, that that says that the pasuk says that um, you have to have you have to be be worried about amonos and yoseim. It says imane taanei oisoi ki im tsoid etzak elai shemoi eshem tzakosim. So the, the klel of Yahu darshens if 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 they if 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 they you're going to check with them. Ki in im you them ki im tsoi even if it's only that they should cry to me. That's the Russian Key, key Ki if only to get them to cry, I'll still hear the cry and I'll be angry at you. that people's feelings are like a fire. If you stick your hand in a fire, you get burnt. You can't play with people's feelings. The second you play with people's feelings, there's nothing to talk about. It's an aish, and it can cause the worst tsaros. It can cause the worst tsar. And and there's no there's no etzer. Penina meant l'shem shemayim, but she shepherded Rechavas feelings. She stuck her hand in a fire. That's the way it is. That's in, tzis, in The bria that people's feelings are fire, and and as aidos. So you have to be, uh, have to be very careful. Once, uh, a, a, a Yir was running one of the uh, hotels where they made chasnas. So he was talking to her about yashas. He asked her about yashiv. The, the shailah, you write on the ksuba, the month of cheshvan. You have to write mar cheshvan or just cheshvan. So uh, he said it's a Shailah brought down in the place. Again, and should write Mar yavid, if you write just Kheshvan, it's kosher. So the Yid said, Voschach So Rabbi Yashir said to him, and he said, Rabbi Yashir used to answer very short. Here he said, him, I want you to listen to what I'm saying, and I want you to hear what I'm saying clearly. Right? For Rosh Shiva shows up, and he has a Ksuba written already, and it just says Kheshvan you're not to correct him. You're not to be Mavayashim, right? And that's bid Because his feelings, ah, you could write another ksuba, but you're embarrassing him. And that's already bid the right? So, I say it does. Yeah, that's, that's the way it should be. And uh, another Miser with Rebbe Yashiv, he was died. was uh, lived to be over 100. You know, when he was in his 90s, I think he was very weak, and very often he would faint. And he was still getting up 2 o'clock in the morning to start learning. So uh, one day in, in minion, this was a Shabbos morning, probably, and about filler was being Myra. He was having a gishmaka time singing, and it was taking very long. And so Blyash's grandson came over to us and said, Zaydi, should I tell him to speed it up? He said, chas v'sholem. You don't say, he's having hano'a, you don't le- leave him alone. Chas v'sholem. You're not going to tell a yid, yeah, chas, you put feeling. And so as old as he was and as much terror was causing him, but you, you don't, you have to know, you have to know the, the same time you have to know that the Torah the, the talks about the pain of an almon, the feelings of an almon. They say, oh, a kind cries where it's the uh, a uh, Gave tremendous koiches to help Yosemim and Amonis. I think when he was over 80 he got very sick he went to the stipler the stipler said now the only Yeshua you can have is if you really have to get Zechab for in and Yosemim so he said when you was over 80 he would come a few times a year to Eretz Yisrael with millions of dollars and he would go around to Amonis giving them money there was a year the later man who used to drive them around the later and he took him around and the uh, it once came, he was over 80, so there was a monument on the fourth floor. So Rabbi Lederman says to Christ, let me take, I'll bring the check to her, I'll bring the money up to her, you don't have to walk up the steps. He said, you want to take away my mitzvah? I'm going upstairs. Climbed up like 80 steps, he gets upstairs, knocks on the door, apartment is open, the place is the walls are peeling, it's mom, is a wreck. And there's an Almona and a Yosem Yos, living there. They both look broken. So he sits down and he's got a wad of cash for the $15,000. And um, so first he sits down and he says, "Can you make me a cup of coffee? So she makes him a cup of coffee. She gives him a piece of cake. And he says to her, Robinson, did you make the cake? or was it bought in the bakery? And he knew she made it. She says, I made it myself. He says, first of all, I want another piece. I have never tasted such good cake in my life. I need another piece. Second of all, I need the recipe. You know, Here's Chaim Criesworth who knew Chasse Baupet when he was before he got married, right? He's sitting there, so he said, write it down, four eggs, beat them, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> four cups of sugar, right? And he's writing it down. And he spent an hour. Now, the then he takes the kid and he sits the kid on his lap and he asks him questions on the Kama that anyone could answer. And then he tells the mother, "You have a son of yours He's going to be the next keep Kiver Eger." And so, he, after an hour, he left the house. They were beaming. They the color came back to them. They were even Mason. But that's what he did. That was his. That was his thing. And so, I um, saw so, so I just want to share one more Nakuda. That there, there was a, a mother de the you talk about Ramones and the So um, this, I, the story was brought down, I saw it now in the safer. I assume this is a much more accurate description of the story. The story about two, uh, two people, they grew up in, in Eretz Yisrael, in you know, it's a English background. His name was Avi, Avi, and her name was Sima. They got married, and um, they were not to keep shops. That was about it. They, they, they were Shabbos men. they didn't drive, they didn't whatever it was. So they both worked. I'm not sure if they worked for the air force or whatever it was, but they they were given a three month vacation in America, and so they they came and there was a whole protocol what they were going to do, and they had a certain amount of days of and go touring. And uh, so one of the days they were driving was a Shabbos. Now. The tour was on Shabbos, and they had this—you know—they had this terrible dilemma: what should we do at Shabbos? And uh, they gave in. They said, fell one Shabbos we'll drive." They drove, and the car skidded off the road. It was snowy, and fell down an embankment and crashed. The husband was killed on the spot. The wife and the two children were were injured. And she realized when we see mechaps right away. She says, Rabbi Nishalem, I realize we were wrong. We, we got punished. But for now on, it's going to be different. Just get us out of here. And she made up her mind. She's sending the kids to play with the schools, and they're going, to, they're going to change their lifestyle. So, Kacha, all of a sudden, she finishes her at Phila. Two helicopters somehow come by. They drop rescue personnel and they take the the bodies to the hospital. And eventually they come back there. It's Yisrael. The husband was buried. And so she sends the kids to to school. So she sent them to a cheder called She'eris Yisrael in Petach Tikvar. I saw the story brought down by Yidra Benachem Stein who says he went to that, that cheder. So he knows the cheder. And so the the older kid, the clue kids, one one's name was Gidi and one's name was Donny, Gadi whatever. So Gadi is the older son. He's in Sheres Yisroel. His Rebbe was a Yid, Rabbi Rab Yosef Fisher. So you can check into all this information. So Yosef Fisher is the Rebbe. Today he's the Menahel in Sheres Yisroel. If you go to Pesach the to Sheres anyway. So Gadi goes to the school, and he just started learning. And they're having a test on Perak a lot and a half in the market And so uh, the Rebbe knows this kid just starts learning. I well suppose the Gemara, you know, not, doesn't have the background on these kids. So, you know, I'll give him the test, but I'm not going to expect much. So, but guy, doesn't know from no Chachmas, and he's in the class. He assumes he has to take the test like anybody else. So he comes home, he says to his mother, You have to teach me this Gemara. That's what you have to let me learn the Gemara. She says, I, I can't teach me Gemara.
1: I never learned Gemara.
0: So he, he starts crying. He says, I'm, I'm a Yosem and I can't live tomorrow? What am I going to do? He's crying and crying and he falls asleep. As he falls asleep. Suddenly his father comes to him. His father says to him, you know, you caused three explosions in Shammai. First of all, you're a you're crying because you're a yosem. it has an impact. Second of all, you had tears. Tears are very, very heavy in Shammai. And third thing, because he wanted to learn tigra. So they told me to come teach you what you need to know for the hair. So the father teaches him the Blot and the Half of the in Amaphic. The kid wakes up, and he goes to his mother in the middle of the night. Now his father says to him, I also want you to tell mommy that I'll never forget what she did for me. Because what she did for me by sending me to tigra schools... What, 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 what I have now in Gan Eden is my child, right? So he teaches him the Gemara. And um, he wakes up the mother. And the mother says, go back to sleep, right? You know, we'll talk in the morning, right? Morning, he goes up. He goes to school. And the Rebbe gives out the test. And the Rebbe's thinking, I'll give him the test. But I just, you know, I, I don't want to make him look different than anybody else. He, gives, he sees the kid's taking the test seriously. And he finishes the test. He looks it over. The kid got 100%. He calls up the mother. He says, "What well, just? What's going on? What happened to this kid?" The mother comes running to school, and she looks at the paper. She can't believe it. And so they tell uh, they tell the teacher that uh, the father came to him in a dream. Okay, so kachavah. Uh, so, says that um, this yid who tells the story Menachem Stein. So he says he was always curious. You know, how did the father know the Gomorrah? What is the Pshat? How did the father know the word? Okay, he died of He never learned anything, and I was telling the kid the Pshat the Gomorrah. So he said that there was another Rebbe in, in the Feder. His name was Yitzchak uh, uh, Shlustat, <coughs> or something like that. He taught in that Feder for many years. He was Nifter. So he says he once spoke to Lamon, this, this Rebbe. And the, the story came up about this boy. So she said, Yeah, my husband had him later on in seventh grade. And so my husband asked him, How did your father know the mother? So the boy said, that, was, I, he asked my, I asked my father, Daddy, how do you know the mother? He says, Because when you started to learn, you were like the feet of the father. You won the Shoma. Just like when your feet stand straight, the rest of your body is straight. When your son knows the Gemara, the, the whole person knows the Gemara. So, whenever you learned, I learned. And so, you put me on my feet. And therefore, whatever you learned, I learned. Whatever you learn, uh, I got to know too. And so, um, that's how we know it. So, you so, see, him the of the Kayach, of the Yosem, is adding cheer, but uh, you rate on a Yosim, you rate on an Almana. Rashi says it's just dibra tovah This is true by every yid. It's just that by Yosim and Almanas, their tears are much more readily. But you shepherd with them. It's a gefelechul zach. There was a miser that there was a a, a Bocher. he who was learning in the yeshiva, learning, learning in a shoe wherever it was, and an Almana would come every Friday to clean. And so like she caught the middle of first Seder, and she brought her children because she couldn't afford the babysitters. So the kids were very rambunctious and made a lot of noise. One day this bocher, uh, he was ready, had enough. So he says to, you know, <coughs> raising uh, the children are really being my free to learning. So she says to him, Oh, you should never know from Bonham. Okay. So um, then she gets married. And he's married five years, no children, 10 years, no children, 20 years, no children. And finally, one day, it hits him. She told me I should never know from Sargital Bonham. He goes back to that shore. He finds out who this lady is. He digs up her address. He goes to her house. And he says, you remember, Rebbitz, you told me I shouldn't have Sargital I don't have Sargital Bonham. She says, "I didn't mean that, Chas v'shalom. I just was, I just was letting out my feelings. I Chas I wasn't trying to curse you." He says, "But I don't have children." He says, "I'm giving you a bracha. You should have children." Nine months later, they had the first child. Right? But It's um, a true story. And so it's it's a. Uh, the of Dibur, the of feelings, the Koyach of emotions. And so Pasha Mishpatan gives us a stickle of feeling. And that's what the ger says, that when you finish with this, and you can still say Nasa Venishma, you now you're ready to be a Yid. Now you can be a Yid. You have to know the importance of sensitivity to people, the feelings of people. That's what it takes. We should be Zoyche, uh, we should count ourselves amongst klal to give the a Shekel, the Matzah Sa-Shekel, be counted amongst the Yehideh school that will be Zeicha very soon to see
1: Mashiach come This week I shopped around for a, a good Stucker story. So I went to some people and I said, do you have a good stock story? And the guy said to me, I have a good Stucker story. I know it's true because I'm the person in the story. You can tell the story wherever you want, but you can't put my name to the story. He said, okay, tell me the story. Listen, when I was in Yeshiva, he learned here. He came from a small town, and he was a fish out of water, and he he had a very hard time at first. And he didn't know his way around Yeshiva. What made it worse is he had to eat the dining room. He wasn't used to eating Yeshiva food. And he saw that guys were going to the shelf. In the dining room to get ketchup. So he we went to get some ketchup for his food. And every bottle says, Mock the Gum and Bleeder Show. you touch it and break your fingers. And you, <laughs> all the things that you see on the ketchup. Bottle. And there was one bottle that said,
0: Free for All. Use the ketchup?